Another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Phelps. My co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris. It's great to speak to you again. Waiting to talk a bit about Singletown episode 12. Where do you want to start today? I think, Dave, we should start, and I think you deserve the, uh, a little bit of the spotlight, is the new couple. So we've got Ella, Joe, and Kyra. Um, both were on dates. Both seem very, very confused. Um, Ella Joe went on a date with a guy, said she was attracted to him, but she was hoping it was a girl. And I just think both of them. And then Kyra had said to some of the housemates that she's the same. She's, oh, Is she just interested in Ella Joe? And that's why they're in a, a same-sex relationship. Or is it is the that she needs to sort of find for herself if she's attracted to other girls. So I think that's a really, really interesting dynamic. And taking a step back from what we do and watching the show, is is that something as well? Like, you know, does, does it separate yourself from being bisexual or a lesbian or gay? It's really interesting uh, watching that unfold, Dave, and really honest of them both as well, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I, I've got no idea, Chris. I've got no frame of reference for this one. I mean, you know... I just don't understand how that happens. You know, no. I, I just, if they're not attracted to women, they're not attracted to women, but, you know, they've clearly ended up together. So fuck knows where this lot's going to go. But I tell you what, I mean, it, I think Ella said that when she got there, you know, she was disappointed it wasn't a girl. So that says one thing, but she was attracted to him. So I, I don't know how to call that. But fucking hell, Chris, I don't think, I, in all the dating shows that we've watched, I don't think I've seen a date go quite as badly as Kira, and, you know, or, or Kyra, whatever her name is. With uh, So she met up, I can't remember the girl's name, but um, like petite, the French, blonde, girl. French girl, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, oh my God, that was painful to watch. I mean, she's, she's almost like turning her nose up at her because she goes to the gym five times a week. And and she's like, oh, 90% of my life has been spent on Netflix. It's like, talk about, you know, you're supposed to be putting your best foot forward on a first date, aren't you? Yeah, I, I was the same. And she was quite disrespectful towards her regarding her accent when she was saying documentary. And she said it, like, obviously with a French accent. I don't know how to say it in French, but she was trying to say it in English. And she was just really disrespectful. And I was like... I don't know. I, I can't work out whether it's the Aussie, because she really does have a weird accent. She sounds more English than Australian. We said that yeah. in the last episode. But she said she's only been in the UK since, like, early 2019, like February. This was filmed around about April, May 2019. Um, very, very interesting girl. But also, I don't know whether the bluntness of being an Aussie was coming across well, because I thought she was a bit rude, to be honest. And not just in this date. Throughout the episode with different people, just a slightly off Dave, which was a bit weird. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think she came across as a very nice person at all, Chris. I, I don't know. It's. I mean, Aussies can be a bit blunt. It's that whole Southern Hemisphere thing, you know. But I, I don't know. I, I just don't think she's very nice. Um, oh, that's the way she comes across. And like you say, when she was saying, "Oh, documentary," oh, there's far too many syllables or something like that. It's like. Well, A, it's not. <laughs> she sort of spoke it in a, in a bit of a French accent. but And then she's saying about, 
oh, uh, Tiamo, what's that? Oh, no, that's Italian. See me play, what's that? Oh, please. I mean, for fuck's sake, I can't speak French, Chris, but come on. Everyone must know like 10 words of French or something like that that you've learned at school. I, I wonder if she's like born to English parents and then she's been in Australia or something, gone to kind of some kind of expat school because there's no way, there's not, I can't hear any Aussie in her accent at all. No, and I always say this, my sister lived out there for two years and she had a Mancunian accent, but with some of the the way the Aussies finish sentences off, you know, they go a bit high when they speak and stuff like that. And then she moved to Canada. Now she's got like a bit of a Canadian. She's been there for seven years. So I, I get that. She sounded to me exactly the same as my sister. She sounds like she's English, who's lived in Australia for a set amount of time. But I don't think she was from what she was saying. I, I, you could be right. She may have moved there when she was a young kid. But from what she was saying to, and to be honest, Debbie, it's, it's pretty bad to say this, but I wasn't that interested in her, to be honest. Once she started being rude, I'm pretty much out with somebody. I'm just like, come on. I show a bit of respect. You're on this show. There's obviously problems in your relationship. Show respect for the person you're with. If you're not interested, then fine, but don't be an arse. And she just come yeah. across really rude. So I, I know it sounds like I was really interested in Ella Joe. I think she's a lovely girl. I really do, Dave. I think she's a really, really nice girl. Maybe it's the yin and yang. Maybe she brings um, Kyra down a peg or two, Dave, when she's been a bit snotty in that. But Ella Joe, I was really interested in her journey. And I said in the last episode, is there enough time? But to be fair, they did a good job in this episode of me actually caring about her because I'm thinking, you know what? She doesn't know what she wants. And maybe Kira or Kyra is not what she wants. But she's definitely, I think, on the right show. This is probably the only couples that actually say deserve to be on it because it seems like there is something not right about their relationship at all. And I think genuinely they need to address that over these next few shows. So I'm quite interested to see where that goes, which is complete 180 from the last episode. (laughs) Yeah. No, they did get a fair bit of screen time, didn't they? And I guess, you know, it's one of those... Ella seemed to be, you know, a bit put out that, you know, Kyra's moved across here. She's got no kind of circle of friends or anything and you know probably doesn't well judging by her personality doesn't find it that easy to meet new people either so by default she's going to be clinging on to Kyra uh, Ella a little bit and so it seems that's the main problem in the relationship but then also the fact that you know they have got this lingering doubt in their mind you know and I, I don't envy them that must be confusing as fuck you know am I actually lesbian? Am I bi? Or, you know, do I just like this single one person from the opposite sex? I I don't know. Mm, Interesting, Dave. Really interesting. And moving on from then, we obviously, we had the whole, you know, George being a grass and and really putting the boot into Sophie about Mason and Mason. Obviously, Mason's not out of the woods here. He was completely in the wrong. He is a bit of a dick, a bit of a player. And it's come <laughs> to show over the last few episodes that he's a boxer, Chris. Right. Watch out. He'll be coming after you. <laughs> yeah, but he's, Dave, it's all about weight classes. He's about 12, well, about 11 stone wet through. I think I'll be all right. I'll just, I'll just dive on him, Dave. <laughs> and then hopefully dive on him tie him up and then get in my car and drive off very quickly, easy Dave. Now. But anyway, easy. <laughs> no, before he throws a fucking punch at me. Yeah. But um, I've been in there with boxers, Dave. You, you, before you know it, you're on your back. And you know that yourself. You've done it. So uh, no, no, you know, no, no. There's too many innuendos here. Can we move on, please? He <laughs> <laughs> wasn't supposed to be innuendos, but anyway. But tying no, he's you just up, coming. on your back. All right. Yeah, like, yeah sorry, go on. <laughs> I'll shut the fuck up now. Anyway, um... But no, he's just come across completely 
like a bit of a dick, to be honest. Sophie's right what she's saying. But however, I love the commentator when he says, <laughs> he, he then says, Joel goes, oh, he's been ringing me. And you won't believe this, but he want to wish off to Barcelona. And I'm sat there going, bull fucking shit. The fucking show's paying for you to go to Barcelona, not fucking Mason out of his piggy bank. And I'm like, right, okay, Joel. So let's believe that. So they're going to Barcelona and the co- the fucking voiceover guy was brilliant. He just went, yeah, he goes, and Mason's done what every man does when he's been caught lying. Pay for the trip to Barcelona <laughs> <laughs> on a weekend away, and I'm pissing myself going. Yeah, she was easily bought there, Sophie. Once she straight away, she went from like fucking, oh, it's over. Don't like him. He's a player. Oh, go on then. I'll see you on the plane. Barcelona. Like, yeah, here we come. <laughs> Fuck what you've done. <laughs> it, it was a weird 180, that wasn't it? And he's got to yeah. do some serious backpedaling. And I don't know, Chris, because. The show, with all the various little dates and trips that they send the groups off to, shows me that they've got hardly any budget. So (laughs) I think if they wanted to go to Barcelona, you know, it probably is out of his own pocket. (laughs) It could be, Dave. Yeah, to be fair, it could be, right? I'm saying that. He's not going to pay for all the camera crew and stuff, is he? Exactly. Well, Dave, you say that, though. At the start of the episode, the new girls and that, they went fucking white uh, water rafting, didn't they? So there's a little bit of budget there, unless it was a two-for-one job like Alton Towers that you get on the back of your Kellogg's fucking cornflakes. But um, but they had the, that was a little bit over budget than what we'd seen. But however, our good friend George, Dave, you know, George, again, goes on another date and straight away he's, his head's turned in. He's, he's interested in... Uh, this new date he's gone on. He's really he, he brings her along, doesn't he, to a little get together for the like the party of the people and that. Uh, and look, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I, I honestly don't think what he's doing is wrong. As much as what we're saying about him, I don't think there is. I just think what doesn't let, help. And he did say it to her. To be fair, he said the problem is he went. My banter comes across as really arrogant and that. So maybe. He's seeing that for himself over these last couple of episodes that he has been completely inappropriate. So um, I don't know. I'm, I don't I'm know, just coaching it straws here, Dave. Well, she said um, something about um, she's got a big one or something like that. And he's like, Yeah, I've got a big one for you here. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, it's true. Yeah. It, you know, if someone was actually funny, that, that might come off a bit better. But he's just so David Brent about it. It was just really butter-clenchingly embarrassing, and and it was poor. But I I don't know. I mean, I I like I said yeah, um, in the last episode, I, I'm I'm almost warming to him because he is so cringe, um, and and it's just it's just a little bit funny. But I mean, the date seemed to go okay, um, but then when they all met up in the bar after, he was. It was interesting. He was saying one thing to her and a different thing to the camera. I think he was basically saying to her that, you know, it was great and everything, but, you know, I want to go out on more dates. Why should I tie myself to one person? And I thought, you know, again, I think he could have delivered that a bit better, <laughs> you know. Um, but then he was saying to the camera, you know, he he was only thinking about Sophie. So I, I think the latter is probably more realistic, you know, and I, I don't see why he couldn't have just said that to the girl. But um, yeah, it's a bit weird. Yep. Well, I mean, what <laughs> what do you reckon about that whole like one story to her and one story to the camera? I think it comes back to the 
getting Sophie back situation. You know, when he kissed, was it Maureen, that, that yeah, girl? Yeah. And it's just purely something so Sophie can see that he's genuinely hurting. I don't think he's got, like, me personally, don't think he's got a fucking leg to stand on the way he's treated Sophie. Absolutely outrageous. Go disappearing for three or four days, putting his mates before his girlfriend, going in girls' beds, Dave. Who the fuck does that when yeah. you're with somebody? You don't do that. I don't care whether you're married, you fucking engaged, you just got a, a girlfriend or whatever. You do not fucking do that shit unless you are after cheating on it. I'm sorry. I do not believe that for one fucking minute that he hasn't. So, yeah. He can't say anything, even saying, like he said in one of the episodes, to Maury, well, I've, I've I've made her get ready and say I'm going to meet her at somewhere and she's there waiting for me and then I'm with my mates and leave her a lot, leave her. And it's like, what how dare you cock. do that? Yeah. Exactly, that is so disrespectful and, and for that young girl. And all he's doing, for me, it feels like he's got an elastic band and he's just kept pulling and pulling and pulling and see how far he can get away with just being a complete twat. Pardon my French. Um, <laughs> but... She it's snapped now, and she's just gone. Fuck you! I am better than that. I've got more worth. Could she have handled the situation with Mason better? Probably, but I think she's well within her rights to explore what she's done. And I'm, I'm, I've always been Team Sophie, Dave, and I'm sticking to that. I just think George needs to grow up. I've just seen little breadcrumbs of stuff that he might be finally seeing what he's done. I, I, I don't know. I honestly, he's brilliant. To, like I say, it's fucking David Brent TV. It's absolutely brilliant <laughs> to watch, but. I, I, it's just I can, when I see him on the telly, I'm just like, oh my god, what is he going to say next? And that is good TV because you want to see that. Yeah, no, he is he is entertaining. I, I think I, I do worry for him a little bit. You know, he's he's becoming more and more emotional, isn't he? He's, he's clearly not in a good place, and we see a little no. bit of preview of of the next episode. And, you know, when he finds out about Barcelona, he looks like he's going to break down. So, you know, it'd be interesting to see, you know, if he if he just walks from the show or, or what he does, really. Yeah, he does. So let's see. Let's see. I won't give him... We've given him a bit of a spotlight again, a bit of a pelters, which I think he deserves. But let's hope, you know, things change around for him personally. Now, one of the centres in this episode, Dave, other than the new couple, was obviously Rob and Claudia. Robert sent Claudia the letter in the previous one. She sent he sent it over with Jeremiah and that auntie and George and said, yeah. oh, can you give us this? She was not sure, but then she read it and she come up flying up the stairs saying, like, I'm absolutely made up. I'm really pleased. But, you know, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I, well, one thing I'd say, David, and I know I said this before we came, we, we came on air, is I don't know. She doesn't seem to be at fault for anything in their relationship. And I'm sorry. It doesn't matter whether you are the one out of the two who is an absolute arse. If Robbie's causing 90% of the problems, there's still got to be 10% is her fault. And she doesn't seem to want to accept it. All she wants, I'm not saying we don't know the full back, we don't know what Rob's done properly, but from what we're getting, it seems to all be one-way traffic. And I'm sorry, she's not at fault herself. So I think she's got to sort of meet him at least halfway or meet him somewhere if they want to bring this relationship back together i agree I, I, and it's not just from her though when you hear rob speak he's like yeah yeah it was all me but i i'm sorry that's what i've seen from episode one even their initial interview you know just i remember it now it's by the beach uh you know i didn't think rob was really into this and um you know, at the end of that episode, you know, she's bawling her eyes out because Rob's talking to another girl at this organized brunch and she just wants it all her own way. She's not at fault for anything. And 
Rob's like at fault for you know not prioritizing her, not spending enough time with her, probably spending too much time with her. The, the guy probably doesn't know what the fuck to do, <laughs> to be honest. So I I don't know. The more I see about her, Chris, I, I, the more I just think she doesn't know what she wants. But she's kind of focusing all the negative feelings that she has about herself onto Rob. You know, and yeah. the reason she has low self-esteem is because of Rob. You know, and I just, I can't be doing with it. I, I'll be prepared to do a 180 if she says something different. But again, she seems to just want that constant reassurance, that constant ego boost from someone. And probably Rob hasn't given it to her enough you know, over over the last couple of years. But I, I think she needs to do some sort of repairing of herself before she starts, you know, blaming other people in a relationship, to be honest. Yeah, Dave, I can't I disagree at all. I think I think we're on the same page with her at the moment. I, I really do. And I'm not saying Rob's faultless, he isn't. But what, what are you aiming for? It's almost a bit like the selling situation where like, because... We'd mentioned about Claudia sort of egging selling on, aren't you, about kissing other guys and as if like it yeah. justified her behaviour. And it almost feels like she's taking their leaf out of selling's book now and just making him suffer for as long as she can. Yeah, Whether I mean, they repair the relationship, I don't know. Rob's been on like one date. You know, he's just chilling out in the flat most of the time, isn't he? He's going yeah. out on the group events. But, you know, he's not actually going out there dating. So, again, I, what can Rob do? You know, I mean, he, he wrote her a bloody letter pouring his heart out. What did she say? Ah, oh, is, is he really going to change, though? It's like, look, I don't think the guy can do any more. So, you know, if that is not enough, then, yeah, just call it quits and move on. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. So, Dave, I think we're, we're getting there and we're getting closer to Love Island, Australia, my I friend. We really, I can't <laughs> fucking wait, honestly. Because we know that this whole platform and podcast that we created is based around Love Island. It always has and always will be. And the fact that we're getting a rerun on something that you haven't got watched yet, and I know you so well, my friend, I cannot wait because you are going to be fucking chomping at this one. Absolutely <laughs> chomping. So uh, I'm really, really... And, and also... In Australia, the rerun in the UK one from last year, because I saw a VT of um, Curtis and Amy kissing. So they're obviously back on that. So if anyone listening um, is watching it from Australia and that, you know, we've got a full back catalogue. We did the, every single episode. We did a podcast on this uh, this stream, haven't we, Dave? So yeah. if you want to go back and listen to it, guys, episode by episode, there's no spoilers other than we, we basically review the next episode like we do with this. So you can literally listen along with us. So get on there and get your friends on it as well if they're watching it again. Didn't didn't we? I can't remember which season it was. Might have been season five. Didn't we put some spoilers in the title or something? And someone called us out on it. I think I think that was me. That was the American <laughs> one. I think I did it for about oh, three yeah, episodes yeah. running. <laughs> I was saying who'd gone and stuff, and then, like now I don't do that. I, I I've learned my error away. So apologies, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Just let them play continuous. You'll never know if you don't read it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that was that was my error. That, but no, it's been a great episode again, Dave. Honestly, fantastic, mate. So it, and also, if you do want to contact us, guys, just get involved in the conversation. You know, me and Dave were always there. We love the emails from you guys at cdrealitycast at gmail.com or on Twitter at cdrealitycast as well. So get over there, throw over any comments, any observations of Singletown, Labour and Love and hopefully Love Island Australia which starts on the 15th of the week on Monday and I can't wait. So Dave, brilliant. Thank you again my friend. It's been a great episode. Cheers.
Cheers, mate. I'll speak to you next episode. Bye. Bye now.